Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners and we answer them here every Monday. And we love you. We do. This week we are talking about a doggy style finishing move. Not putting your shopping cart back. A expert's opinion on sucking a clit. Hitting on girls at the airport. And, and much more. <laughs> I was so I'm, focused on reading mine now, I have no idea what you even said. Let me tell you, my brain is still pretty much mush from this weekend, so I don't remember what I said either. Yeah, my post-con brain is uh, foggy at best. It was a wonderful weekend. We performed in Philadelphia with our other podcast, for those that aren't aware. And it was great. Met some it really was a, cool people. Yeah, it was a good time, but it was, uh, it's a lot. It's awesome. It's one thing, like, going to a new city, I find, always tires me out. Just because, like, your brain is firing on all cylinders to be like, I want to take in all the stimuli. I want to, like, learn things. I want to know where I am. So that's always very tiring. And then, like, to spend half of the day in a place filled with, like, thousands of people and even more stimuli and also being engaged and, like, talking to people and doing things and performing. And it's just, yeah, I... And then to go get drunk and fall in love with Doreen. It's true. We This has nothing to do with the show, and but I'm still <laughs> going to talk about it. We went to a karaoke bar, as we are we obligated to do. And it was this bar in the middle of like a residential neighborhood. No other bars near it. We even went back another day, and we were like, hey, what's in the area? And they were like, walking distance? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It was like a 16-minute walk through a lot of fog and a lot of houses. And it was a charming bar called Lesson Doreen's Happy Tap, I believe. Happy Tap, yeah. And hey, uh, they weren't wrong. They were not wrong. It was just like this tiny local bar run by two very incredible ladies, uh, Doreen and Sharon. We got pretty... Uh, Fucked up? <laughs> yes alcoholically lubricated because their deals were insane and i did i did get close to professing my love but i did let them know that like i'm pretty sure and i meant this very seriously that like i think that was like top two bar like i have a bar that is near and dear to my heart which i would take a lot to ever top but this, i think lesson doreen's kind of like slid right in as like, like number two Let's be fair. These are two ladies who were not the youngest. Advanced in age, yes. Quite. I would say quite. Again, no shade. We age. Nothing wrong with that. And it was a Saturday night. It was busy. They were slinging drinks with a smile on their face. And I can't do that. I don't smile when I sling drinks anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like they were. And it's funny because it was like. Just everyone knew them, and they knew everyone, yeah. and it was the best. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's do a fucking show. Let's do a show. Well, you got to start, because you've read your question out first, like a weirdo. Okay, I don't remember which one I said. Oh, here it is. Hey. This is that cauliflower 9309. My boyfriend always puts me in doggy style when he's about to finish. 
I feel like I, 21-year-old female, may be overthinking this, but I already thought about it, so I figured I'd ask anyway. Recently, during sex, my boyfriend, 22-year-old male, has been putting me in doggy when he's about to come and always finish. During sex, my boyfriend, 22-year-old male, has been putting me in doggy when he's about to come and always he finishes like that. Usually, we start a missionary and work our way around from there, but somehow we always end up in doggy right before he's done. He used to pretty much always finish on my stomach and he'd look in my eyes or hug me tight and tell me how pretty I looked and XYZ that was all super romantic. Now he'll just flip me around and go at it until he's done and it just feels really detached. I feel kind of gross about myself the more I think about it. It honestly makes me wonder if he doesn't want to look at me when he finishes or needs to think about something else that's not me so he can finish and it makes me feel kind of sick. Sometimes he'll put me in doggy cell position and will go at it for a few minutes before he just Gives up, says he can't anymore, which makes me feel absolutely horrible and insecure. Am I overthinking things, or is something weird going on? And can anyone relate slash offer advice? Well, like he cuts straight to the advice of, "Hey, maybe talk to him." Yeah, like you know, if you talk to him and you say, "Hey, you used to do this. I really enjoyed that." That like, and that's a great place to start with what you enjoyed, the positives. You know what I mean? If you're like, "Hey, what you used to do, I loved," you know. And then be like, you seem to do it the other way all the time. Is there a reason? So it's just, it's so good. It's a great, a great step to take. It could be so many things. I will say, like, sometimes if I, like, historically have had a harder time finishing, like, if for some reason, maybe, whatever it could be, sometimes, like, you just need to, like, get in the zone and, like, really just try to pound it out. And, like, sometimes it's easier to do that. If someone's not looking at you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And also sometimes some, like you could really get like a torque from doggy, you know what I mean? Versus missionary or it just feels better. Like it all depends on what you're feeling in that moment. It's definitely See, not the only reason I do doggy or anything, but as an I feel man, like doggy is my, also doggy tends get, to be my finishing move because you get a nice butt view. Also, it's like maybe. I don't know. I guess finishing on their stomach versus her backslash ass is kind of the same in terms of like messiness or whatever. So I don't really know if that helps, but like it could be that he needs to, he wants to get out of his head. It could be, it feels a little bit better for him. I don't know. I would say that like, if it is a frequent occurrence that he's not finishing, like if this is something that never happened and is now happening, I think we're entering into a territory of like, I don't think something. Or like stress or, uh, you know, we, we've yeah, talked something about the, has changed. the long, long list of things that could make it difficult for a man to finish. So I think I lean more towards the territory of like, this has nothing to do with you. This is something that he has noticed has affected his performance one way or the other and is too insecure to talk to you about it, as a yeah. lot of men are, because a lot of men are you know we're socialized to put our worth on our sexual prowess and the second that starts to wane one way or the other for whatever reason we start to feel less like a man or you know we start feeling like we we get insecure about it and that only exacerbates the problem and makes it worse so my guess is he probably really likes doggy style and i know i don't think it's uncommon for a lot of people to like use doggy style as they're finishing because it's hot. It's sort of like the porn position. It's a great view. As Nell said, like you can stand and like go deeper or harder. I find it a really versatile position in terms of the benefits 
of doggy style. And again, as an ass guy, like doggy style gets me, gets me there pretty quick. So I usually save it till the end so that I don't get too excited too fast. Much like that. Sometimes there's positions for her and positions for you. You know what I mean? It could be that you start off a missionary and blah, 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 because he knows that's what you like. And then once you're finished, he's like, my turn. Yeah. And then he deploys the doggy style brigade. And again, if you haven't told him that this makes you feel lesser or unloved or whatever, he, I, you know, how's he going to? Because like I said, sex, right? I'm probably also going to wager very highly that there is some stuff on his end happening on his like mental focus that he's probably so wrapped up and insecure about whatever he might be feeling currently that he's not clocking Mm -hmm. that right because like probably in his head again the way that we're socialized as men of of being like he's probably getting so fucking frantic and be like i'm not gonna finish or i can't come or and and therefore less likely to come yeah so he's probably like i need to finish so that she knows that i think she's attractive and hot because if his whole thing was like i'm gonna come all over you and then tell you how pretty you are if he's not coming then he's worried that probably that you're not thinking that you're as pretty and then that's what you're thinking you know i'm worried that like his insecurity and whatever is currently happening with him again if he's having difficulty finishing is feeding into your insecurity of being like oh it's i'm the reason but then he's probably also feeling insecure about so now says it right off the bat you have to talk to him about it even if you just don't be like, hey, why aren't you coming? Or, yes. hey, why do you only That's... fuck me in doggy style? That's not the conversation. Mm-hmm. As Nell said, you have to bring it back and be like, hey, I miss when you used to do this. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's got the emotional capabilities to be like, oh, lately I've been having trouble finishing. Or whatever, right? And then you I can kind of work back you there. have the emotional capability to not be like, is it because I'm ugly? Yes. Because, like, at that point in time, then you can open up the conversation of being like, cool, is it something, do you need more foreplay? Would you rather we finish with, like, a blowjob? Would that be an easier way? Like, and then, you know, kind of finishing, figuring out would be beneficial for both of you. Or if, if, if there's it is, a reason why it's not working, you know what I mean? Like, if he's super stressed, or if he started new meds, or yeah. work is really stressful, or if it is just kind of a death spiral where something went off, and then that was on his head, and that happened again, and now it's just like, you know, this miasma, you know, it's way more likely that all those things are playing into it and far less likely that suddenly you're unattractive. You know what I mean? Like that, I know that's where a lot of our minds go, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So unless think, you did something wild recently. Yeah, maybe just got a bunch of face tattoos. Your new like poop baths that you've been taking. So I think it's worth having this conversation. and then. If the difference, if it's not doggy style, if it's more the intimacy after sex that you're missing, because you're like, oh, he used to aftercare after doggy. And also, regardless of whether he comes, right? Like if he finished and he's like, ah, fuck, what he's probably happening is the the same thing that happens when like men lose their erections or whatever. He gets insecure. He gets defensive. He gets angry and annoyed and frustrated. And then like, that's not exactly prime cuddle time. So that's probably also factoring into it. But if you're just like, hey, it doesn't matter. Like. I don't care if you don't finish. It's fine. But what I do care about is the... You roll him over and tell him how pretty he is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, let him know that you don't care that he hasn't finished. What you do care about is the lack of intimacy and the lack of, 
you know, moment of enjoyment after sex, right? That's what you're missing. And hopefully- and also, if you're doing something you don't like, which is, you know, doggy all the time, let them know that too. Just be like, hey, like, no, like, I'm not coming at you or anything, but like, I do feel like a li- it feels a little impersonal to me, especially if that's all we do. You know, I like to be able to see you. I like to be able to blah, blah, blah. You know, don't attack people and try to come at it as positively as possible. But like, if you feel a way, let them know. Yeah. This is by Yup to You. My boyfriend doesn't put his shopping cart back. Red flag? Is that it? Yeah. I mean, I guess a little bit. I think it would certainly ping for me. I don't know if it would be a deal breaker, but I would certainly be like, what are you doing? Well, there's the old saying where it's like, was it that if you don't put a shopping cart back, like it's the only, like that's society, that's civility, that's politeness. It's like, it's such a small thing to stop anarchy. Yeah. It shows me that like, oh, you're not super, like there's a, a base level of like courtesy that you don't have. And that troubles me in terms of like what that translates into elsewhere you're either super lazy super ignorant or a piece of shit probably or all three there's no good reason not to yeah like so no matter what it is yeah i think it is a red flag either you don't understand why it would be important you don't care or you do understand and care but can't summon the energy to do it all three of which bad yeah, so I'm not sure, again, like, I think there are far worse red flags. I think, like, if you caught him beating his dog, I would be like, yes, a much larger, brighter red flag. Why do you feel the need to even qualify? Red flag's a red flag. Yeah, but I wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, but I, I would certainly call them out on it. Because, like, people have learned behaviors from sources. I don't think a fairly harmless red flag can't be... Yeah, but like if you're an adult and you've grown up this long and you haven't rectified that by now, it's like, again, you're either super ignorant, don't give a fuck, or too dumb to have, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it probably actually would be a a pretty big deal breaker for me. I feel like it represents you as a person pretty well. And it's like, if you've gotten this far in life without being able to be aware of your own actions to that point, it's like, damn, okay. That's a good point. I would have a conversation with them. But again, it's like, if they're like, oh, I never thought about it. That doesn't bode well for you. It's their boyfriend, right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you right now, he's not going to make you come. <laughs> this is too much effort for him? I mean, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> Stan I'm loves people that leave their cart that, around. That wasn't the question, so I assume that would be a bigger oh, issue. we always just answer the question, Dane. Dane's not in the mood for jokes, guys. It's okay. I just haven't heard one yet. That was very funny. Hey, any hey, other hey, day. What are you staring uh, at? Don't worry about it. This is awful. This is the worst podcasting. It's just you staring blankly and no word. I was trying to see. I've, there's a part of me that thought we had a audience submission question. And I can't access the Wix fucking thing. So if you send in a question, I'll get well, we'll do it next week, I guess. This is from Tangelo Substantial for. Husband trying to demean me while I'm asleep for not having sex with him? What do you think this man does to demean his wife? I would love to know, based on that, the title question alone. While she's asleep? Mm Mm-hmm. It says trying to demean me? Husband trying to demean me while I'm asleep for not having sex with him. Tweeting about her? Okay. My husband and I are in our late 30s. 
and he has a high sex drive, and I have a low one. Around four to five times over the last few years, when I've said no to sex, I wake up during the night to him jizzing on my face. Does anyone else's partner do this? It's startling to wake up to and upsetting since I know he's doing it out of anger for kind of petty revenge for not having sex with him. I also wonder if it's some kind of sexual assault I should be making note of for a future divorce if if his behavior continues. We probably have sex twice a week, and I would make more of an effort if I wasn't always exhausted from doing almost all the housework and looking after the kids, as well as being the sole breadwinner working two jobs while he's on his third startup company, which in over two years still hasn't made any income. And let me guess, he doesn't return a shopping cart. Uh, I does say, P.S., he returns a shopping cart all the time. Oh, okay, so he's done the very bare minimum of one thing. Because this thing, shopping cart isn't even a bonus. It's not like you get points for doing it. You just lose points for not doing it. I'm never going to return a shopping cart now for you. If you want to be a piece of shit, that's on you. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, this person sucks. I would like, it doesn't say at any point they've said, hey, don't do that. I would love to know, have they said, hey, don't do that? Like, I can't imagine waking up and being like, oh, you're jizzing on, like, what conversation have you had after this? Like, was it not like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? In general, I don't understand how things go on after that, but after the second time? Like, if somehow you've made it past the first one, after the second time? Yes. Maybe this is why I'm go so easy on the shopping cart thing, because I knew this question was in my back pocket, and I'm like, we want to talk red flags? Like, we want to talk red flags? It's like if someone's having a bad day, and you don't want to be like, no, I actually know this guy who's having a bad day, so yours doesn't count. You know, that's what I'm trying to do, is not belittle people's experiences, just someone's having are out there. Yeah, if, if someone's no. having a, a slightly better than day than me, like if I stub my toe and you're like, oh yeah, I kind of like lightly bonked my old shoulder, your shoulder doesn't matter. Exactly. Only you're my very... bonk toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sucks and is awful and break like break up with them. I just, I need to know what has happened in the interim between one, like did you just go weird? Because even now being like, hmm, do other people's partners do that? Is this bad? I kind of worry that maybe you haven't had this conversation. Well, I worry about a lot of things. You're in your late 30s. And if you don't know if it is a common occurrence to Mm -hmm. wake up to your partner ejaculating all over you without your consent. And you're like, is this a thing? Do people always do this? It's like. I'm sure there are couples that do this. You know what I mean? I'm sure this isn't a unheard of thing, but I would hope that it is a thing, like it is a fetish, it is a kink, it is a pre-approved action. The way that I think you should also, like, I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it'd be really sexy to, like, wake someone up with a hand job or wake someone up with a blow job or, mm. you know, finger them to wake them up. And it's like, could be hot, but yeah, that's something you kind of have to talk about beforehand. Because yes. you're still initiating a sexual you can't act. Consent when you're fucking asleep. Yes. And that is like at the bare minimum of it. It doesn't seem like you enjoy it. And you didn't you certainly didn't consent to it. So this is this is problem town. Yeah. And I don't understand why so many people need to hear that from someone else. Yeah. It's annoying for me that I'm bringing up conversations that they had because like I'm not I don't want to say that it's okay if she didn't talk about it or anything, but like, 
if this happens and you don't say anything, presumably going to do it again. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not comfortable with something, you have to speak up for your own sanity and safety. Unless, again, you think doing so will endanger you. I just don't understand how you couldn't, like, instinctually be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if I woke up and you were smearing peanut butter all over me, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I wouldn't just be like, oh, peanut butter on the face, huh? And then just roll over and go back. Is this what friends do? I was in Philadelphia last weekend, and uh, I woke up, and he tried to demean me because I kept licking things on stage. Smear me in peanut butter. Is this a normal friend thing? There's nothing that someone could do to me while I was sleeping without, like, me previously agreeing to, mm-hmm. where I wouldn't wake up and be like, what, what the fuck are you doing? My cat meow is very loud, and the first thing I say when you he wakes me up is- the shit out of that little guy. I'm always like, what the fuck are you meowing about? And he's a cat. He can't answer yeah. me. And well, he maybe probably he doesn't maybe know. that's what the meows are. He probably doesn't even know what he's meowing about. It's wild. This sucks. Your partner seems to suck. Also, like, actually, he does suck because everything he's doing, he's not working, he's burning money, and he comes on you without consent while you're sleeping multiple times. So, ditch this man. It sounds like there's no life. Yeah, your life only gets better if you remove this dude. He's not helping you with anything. He's not contributing anything to your life. And he is... As you said, like you asked, like, oh, is this a sexual? Yes, it is. Someone has done a sexual act to you without your consent. That's pretty much the definition of it. This is Mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. So I don't understand why you would want to stay with this person, but it sounds like at the minimum, you need to be like, yo, get your shit together and stop assaulting me. Like, just dump this man. Just divorce him. Yeah. Because I feel like much like the shopping cart situation where it's like, at I this thought that point one was time, fine. I thought that one was point, fine. It is. At, that, at this point in time, you're right. Dame would like to stick to his previous point of, it's fine, who cares? Yeah. He's not murdering you. You're right, Dane. I was just saying, I don't think yeah. I would freak out about a shaman. Coming car. at me with zero energy here, Dane. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, jizzing like, on the face seems to have woken you up a little bit. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't think having a conversation is even worthwhile at, at this no, point. No, and that's like, it's weird that I like... I don't know. I don't even know why I mentioned it. Because even when I finished it, I'm like, just dump it. Because there's so many problems here. And they're all bad. They're all so bad. Usually we say it's like, oh, the best time to have a conversation other than when it happened is now. At this point in time, it's like that conversation should have happened immediately. It should have happened when you felt the sperm hit your face. Yes. And And then you should be like, what the fuck? And even then, I don't know if you should have gotten to the end of that conversation without an immediate divorce. Yeah. This is terrible. This guy's a piece of shit. And if at any point in time, anyone listening, if you think it's okay to retaliate against your partner in any way because they don't want to have sex with you, and I don't care if it's giving them the cold shoulder, I don't care Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, being kind of shitty and mean or being vindictive, like, it doesn't matter what it is. If they don't want to have sex with you, then you don't have, there's no grounds in which you get to punish your partner for that. Yeah. And if you do, you're a piece of shit. Yes. This is Ruckus as best support from Seduction. How do you hit on girls at the airport? Well, I need more context because I need to know whether he's an airport employee or an airport traveler. I'm pretty sure he's an airport traveler. Again, is that that's just we have no other context? He's just this man's just some pretty, <laughs> some pretty brief some pretty brief questions this week. 
see this man just at the airport being like, how do I hit on them? I mean, I would say like step number one, you got to be there for a reason. You can't just be hanging out at the airport. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, if you do that, it won't be a problem between you and them. It'll be a problem between you and TSA. Yeah. Look, the airport is a place where everyone, no one is having a good time at the airport. It doesn't matter how excited you are for a trip. The airport is a place of discomfort, anxiety, panic. Like, it doesn't matter if Misery. you're like, yeah, it's like no one's in a good mood at the airport, regardless of how good of a mood they're in, because there is that underlying tone of, you know, do I have my passport? Do I have my boarding pass? Maybe not. Maybe there are some people who don't, aren't as fucking neurotic as me of being like, nah, but like you're lugging shit around. So you're always too warm. You have to keep track of shit. Nothing's comfortable. Everything's expensive. You're waiting. These days, everything's fucking delayed. Maybe your friend's passport expired, so he had to run home and get an Uber back to his place to get his other passport that isn't expired just to rush back. It almost gets you, you know, not in your flight. You know, things, normal things that happen at airports are There's not There's definitely fun. kids. There's kids running around. The person beside you took their shoes off. Yeah. yeah. Someone keeps taking your shopping cart and putting it away. Scout back. <laughs> you try to sleep and you wake up with someone jizzing on you. Yeah, Jesus. But like, also at the same time, it is kind of a social environment a little bit. Like, so I think the same rules for life apply, right? So if yeah. there's a girl you find who is attractive and she's sitting at the gate waiting with her headphones in, leave her alone. Yep. Yeah. Oops. If she's sitting there and she's reading, Leave her alone. You know what I mean? Like, if she's not actively seeking out your attention or so, you know what I mean? Like, just leave her alone. Like, she's just trying to fucking get through, right? If you're at an airport bar and someone's sitting beside you, like, at the bar, yeah, by all means, have a cursory conversation. But, like, if you kind of say one or two things and they nod and then return to what they're doing, leave them alone. If they turn their chair to face you and start chatting, great. Talk. And if things go well, you can hit them with the old, oh, I don't know, find out where the fuck they're going and coming from, right? If they're flying to fucking Zambia and they're from Ireland and you're from fucking Pennsylvania and you're going to Toronto, you're not going to see them again. So fucking leave it. You know what I mean? That's kind of my thing. I was like, this is literally the worst place to hit on women or anyone. Because like Mm -hmm. the reason you're all at an airport is because you're going somewhere and the likelihood that you guys are going to the same place for the same amount of time or like you would have to hope that. It's like you're presumably going on a trip for a reason, right? Be it with your friends or family or whatever. So it's like, are you even going to have time to go with this random person? And are they going to have time to go with this? No, they're, you know. I'm more saying that it's like the only hope you have is that you're both from the city you're starting at. Yes. And that even like, is the likelihood of that is even pretty yeah. slim. The even best cases suck because if you hit on them and they're like, oh, they're going to go have their trip. You're going to have your trip. By the time you get back, they're like, who? I just looked at the fucking Leaning Tower of Pisa. I've forgotten all about this airport scrub. Have you seen that Leaning Tower? It's not the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but there is like an, I think it's an Italian tower that is terrible, terrible tower builders. They're just like, yeah, at any second, this thing's going to fucking fall and we don't know. We don't know what to do about it. Put a phone case under it or something. Yeah. Do what I did with my Christmas tree and just duct tape. Exactly. Duct tape, it's amazing. So I think it's very hard, and I want to specify this one as well. If you get on a plane and a girl sits down beside you, just don't. 
You have seven hours together. You're not going to talk for seven hours. And if you try to, you're going to ruin this person's life. They're going to want to kill you or die or both. There's nothing worse than when you're stuck in an airplane beside someone who's talking to you and you like they won't stop. Even if they're nice, that very rapidly becomes old because like you don't want to talk to a stranger for 20 minutes, let alone seven hours. Yeah. And it's like, look. There's always exceptions to things. There's always moments of like, maybe something wild happens on the planet. And you look at each other and you strike up a conversation. I don't think like this is the place to work on your game moves because it's yeah. so counterintuitive to like the whole point of the thing, even outside of the stresses of travel and the, you know, situations of like everyone's temperaments and everything, the likelihood that you guys are going to ever be able to grab a drink together is so slim that what the fuck is the point? So just, it's way easier. Just make traveling better and don't. Yeah. And as always, if you do talk to someone, you need the emotional intelligence, the social intelligence, the wherewithal, the kindness, the empathy to know when to fucking leave gracefully. Be that, okay, well, I'm going to put my headphones in and watch this movie. Or to turn around and finish your sandwich or to walk the fuck away. Please don't be that fucking person who's just like, oh no, you're trying to sleep? Hey. Yeah. This is also, from... I found the audience question. Okay. So, I don't well, know if you want well, to do it now on the show, or like yeah. live show or in. No, no, let's do it now. Okay. But, do you want me to read we it? Do, we have to, yeah, well, yeah, I don't... For some reason, I can't access it. But we have to what? We have to do it quick because I did say we were going to do the clit sucking in the we, intro. And we've I already be... done two questions each. Yeah. This was going to be my quick one. Well, do you want to just do it? No, let's do the audience question. That's the most important thing in the world to me. I'd rather be a liar. I'd rather be branded a liar forever okay. than leave our audience in the lurch. This is going to be... So we have an audience question. I'm going to read it out here. Uh, they didn't provide an agent name, so I will. And it's going to be Agent Blastoise. Nice. Uh, they say, I've been with my boyfriend almost a year. In the beginning, things were wild, and he loved when I squirted. He recently got a new bed and sheets. Last night, we were having sex, and I squirted. When we changed positions, he saw the wet spot in the bed and immediately lost his erection and started taking the sheets off the bed. I can't control when I squirt, and now I feel like I don't want to have sex again if that's his reaction to it. Any advice? Sorry, did he say he got a new bed as well? Or just uh, sheets? He got a new bed and sheets. Okay, look, I get it. I have recently purchased a new bed as well. And I was like, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to put in a lot more effort than I did when I was a 20 year old young man and try to maintain, I flip it. I flip that thing the way you're supposed to. You know what I mean? Like I got that bed rotation schedule going. So I do put in a lot more effort into making sure my bed, at least the mattress itself, is protected. And if there is someone that I sleep with that I know is a particularly juicy sort. A, some kind of blastoise war turtle. Yeah. Then I just put a little extra bedding down. So yeah. like I'll make sure that I've got the duvet up and I make sure that I've got like an extra blanket to really, I've got a very yeah, a absorbent, like, yeah, I find that towels like, in my experiences, towels never do anything. 
I find that like a slightly thicker blanket, like a like a throw blanket, is like look, it's still gonna soak through. But I'm like the hope is is that it's like the layers, reduce, you know what I mean? Yes, and also maybe well, no, yeah. Say just a second half, but just switch the towels. But like, I, I mean, know, there's I also I if it's if that's what you want to do, like a cling film. There are like sheets that you can get for squirters that you can like yeah. that are are water repellent, right? So if that's if his big issue is to. And look, everything's fucking expensive, man. Beds are expensive. Mattresses yeah. are expensive. So mm-hmm. I get it. So maybe be like, hey, look, I know that you're trying to preserve the quality of your mattress. So I bought this sheet. It's not like the things you used to put down on like kids' beds. Like it doesn't crinkle. It's not like a fucking tarp. It's literally just like waterproof fabric. That sounds great. And like, I think. You know, you're the one doing the squirting. I think it's a pretty kind thing to be like, oh, I noticed that, you know, it sucked the other day when you got the new stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And also, like, I hope you can understand where he's coming from. You know what I mean? You're always going to be at your most, like, you know, if you spill fucking sauce on your t-shirt, you're gonna be like, ah, shit. But if you spill sauce on your brand new t-shirt, you're like, oh, fuck, like, this sucks. You know, that could be a night runner. So... Hopefully you're empathetic enough to know where they're coming from. Like, I'm sure it wasn't on, like, they're not annoyed at you. You know what I mean? I'm sure it was just like, ah, shit, I just got these. They're new. And like, sometimes things like that, which I would label adult purchases. It's weird that we like, we can put extra, we can put things on them that doesn't really make sense. Or it's like, oh, I've got my new bed. I'm really going to get my shit together. You know what I mean? Like, it's a new start. It's a step forward. Like your desk. Like, we don't have, we, yeah, exactly. A desk. That's exactly how I feel. I'm going to get this new desk. I'm going to be like, oh, look at me. I'm amazing. I'm doing all this work. I'm not going to be stressed by my work anymore. I'm going to be on top of things. I won't be burnt out. Yeah, because a desk will fix those things. It won't. It won't at all. It might. It could be a real cool desk. It could be a really cool desk. But like, we don't have the usual hallmarks of adulthood that all of our parents were able to achieve very easily. You know what I mean? Like, We don't have houses, really. We don't have families, really. You know what I mean? Like, most of those standard steps are kind of like either withheld from us entirely or pushed further down the line. So it's like things like this are kind of the only little adult ticks we get to put in the box. So I don't know. I hope you understand where he's coming from. I think if you buy this protective thing, it's going to be a kind gesture on your behalf. It's going to show you care about what they are going through and that you you know, are attentive and then you get to have sex. So all good. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm impressed that this man chose bed over sex. Cause like there've been times where like, I've been hooking up and I've been like, uh, this is going to fuck some shit up. <laughs> but like, I'm in it at that point. It's well, like, we, it's too late at that point too. This is the thing is like, look, if the squirt has squirted, then the squirt squirted, man. Yeah. If you've already deployed your hydro cannon, you know, <laughs> If you've used bubble gun. <laughs> I would say just like, you know, take, even if this isn't a new bed, it's like, do you want to just be washing your sheets all the time or having grotty sheets? Nah. So be proactive. It's not even it's your it's, adult purchase. It's the mattress stains as well. Exactly. It's you can every- also get waterproof mattress protectors as well. So the sheets, you know, you can do, but yeah. Okay. Let's do this one really quick. This is disasters tan three, six, nine. Need help from experts, in brackets, sucking clit. Hello, everyone. How can I suck clit properly? 
I really can't understand, and I watch Anita Hartley video and more. Should I do it just with lips without tongue? Or just with upper lip and tongue? What is the technique? I really can't understand. Thank you. Yeah, I can't. Let me tell you, the, the mental image of sucking with one lip and tongue? Stop. Kind of works, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, well, we're going to win an award for that audio, for sure. I would like, please tell me he wrote a little piece of why he wants to suck a clit. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. He wants to be he- a good partner. He wants to, he knows that the clit is a sensitive spot that should be mm-hmm. treated with care and attention. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to be a, a good sexual partner in which he can perform mm-hmm. presumably adequate oral sex. But I think he's missed, mm-hmm. I think he's missed a bit of the point of the clit. So what I'm worried is that. He thinks that's all there is to it. Yes, I that's, also that's agree. Okay, great. We're on the same page. I thought you yes. were like, no, no, he's, he wants to add to his repertoire. And I'm like, no, I don't think, I don't think, I think he thinks this is the repertoire. Yes. Great. We're on the same page. We're both concerned, but we like where he's coming from. Yeah, I think he thinks that like, I want to perform oral sex and sucking the clit is that. Yes. Is what I would guess. And it's part of that. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure there are people who just want their clit sucked and that brings them right to fucking pleasure. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Like, yes, it's definitely a part of it. uh, There are people who can orgasm simply from nipple play without any, you know what I mean? It's like, there's all sort of things that derive pleasure. So I'm not going to stay here and be like, no, you're, no, it's just impossible. I know it for (laughs) a fact. But I think what you need to do is understand that the clit is a, it's like a penis. It's not a one-trick pony. Having my dick licked feels good. Having it sucked feels good. Having it stroked feels good. All those things feel good. It's not like when I get a blowjob, I just want one thing. I just want mouth also, on like, and then... People talk about like sucking dick, and it's like if someone got your dick and just literally sucked it, and that yeah. was it, you probably would have blood clot issues at some point, or they give you like a Friend. dick hickey or something. Very little sucking actually takes place. Exactly, right? So I think that's where the disconnect is happening here. And it's like, by all means, suck a clit. It helps to draw blood into the clit, which makes it more engorged, which makes it more sensitive. But like, in my experience, the sucking has been very minimal. So my suggestion to you is, uh, when I perform oral sex, I always have a very slight amount of suck. Suck. And that is like, that's kind of like my secret weapon of keeps you latched on like a cookie cutter shark. Exactly. And as Nell said, like, it also helps keep everything sort of in place. You know, I make sure to expose the clitoris from under the clitoral hood. You get a little bit of sucking tension. My cheeks are never like indented in. I'm not trying to fucking, you know, suck it off. But what I'm trying to do is alternate sensations right so it's like i don't do it the whole time if i'm going usually if i'm going to increase the pressure of my tongue so flex my tongue and not use a soft tongue i reduce the sucking pressure if i'm going to increase the tongue pressure if i'm going to a more like a softer tongue then i'll increase the sucking pressure and if dan does them both at the same time he goes right through your hips and it's horrifying i'll kill you you'll die yeah from pleasure like a bullet train just one side's the other. Yeah, I definitely think you need to dial it back on the sucking. 
Not you. The I question would, asker. Yeah, I would love um, to know what the Nina Hartley video is. Because is the Nina Hartley video just about sucking, or is it about oral sex, and you heard her say suck the clit, and that's what you focused well, on? If only one of us who had the question had looked up a Nina Hartley video before we got on here. Well, Nina Hartley's a porn star. Okay. But, like... I didn't watch the video, no. Hartley sucking clit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so this guy probably saw this video and was like, that's it. That's the thing. Yeah. It's apparently a like a porn tutorial thing. Yeah. So watch open right your horizons and look up other videos and read other mm-hmm. articles about oral sex because it's not just that. The same way that blowjobs aren't just one thing. Yeah. And also, if you had to get one thing, if you were like someone like gun to your head and you're like, you can only do one thing to a clip. You would probably have the least amount of success with just sucking. Yes. So it's like focus on the rest by all means add sucking in, but like licking. Way better. It's going to be way better for you there. And it's also so, like don't go in being like I know how to eat pussy because I know this mm-hmm. thing because let me tell you I pride myself on my oral skills and every woman is a new a new puzzle to solve, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's like well, the fun. That's the fun of being with new partners. And like, it's also very rewarding to be like, I started with no idea of what you're into. And like, you figure it out and then it's fucking great. It's like, yeah, it's the best. So don't put all your stock into like one move mm-hmm. and certainly don't take an internet porn video. And not to say that this is an, an educational video. It could very well be. I know there are quite a few porn stars who have like it shifted seems, into it seems to be framed that way, but I was also going to say like, maybe don't trust porn. So maybe that's unfair, yeah. but I don't know if she's telling no. you to just suck. Maybe don't trust porn. Yeah. But I mean, again, like she might just being like, if you're going to suck a clit, here's how you do it. And mm-hmm. this guy has just been like, that's all you do. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Hate it. Okay, let's move into Tinder's real quick, because time's a ticking. At the end of the episode, we're going to jump onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, in an effort to make your online dating experience by looking through profiles, see what works, see what doesn't work. Do you have any, or am I opening up an app? You're going. All right. I'm saving mine for the show. Introducing Dark Mode. Hell yeah. Okay. Get those really grim hey. profiles going. I've got promise, or I've got problem for you, Tinder. Uh, it's been dark mode for a very long time. Uh, okay, this is a this is Jess. She's thirty nine. Her profile says, "If we match, actually say hi." LOL. Is that it? That's it. I'm glad you're so interesting. Uh, that's a three. This is. What are you giving it? Oh yeah, no, that's I'm giving it a one. That's not a well. I'm giving it a two. It's not a profile. This is Aviva. I'll stay up late if there's karaoke and or dancing involved. Tell me your oh. favorite palindrome. Is it me, though? It's going to be me. In search of love and or pizza. 510. And then a location. I don't want children. I like it. It's nice. Get some personality. You seem funny. The palindrome thing's strange, and I like that. So it's going to be eight. Yeah. I like the fact that you know your name is a palindrome, and you're going <laughs> to you're gonna use that. That's But... I hate the fact that the word palindrome isn't. It's very strange that they did that, isn't it? Yeah. Like, come on. But I mean, really? it's like, I can't remember what it is. One of the fears of, like, long words is a really long word. 
So yeah. I think what we call an asshole. I think a lot of those them language folks, because it was probably like Palindronius who found out who came up with it. Jesus, hey, Tinder's fucking crazy now, man. What the fuck? Look but, at this. Look at this. Watch if I go to super like, it goes in like. Wah. Wait, what? Like, Do you see like the fucking? Oh yeah, it's right? to deal with the TikTok generation. Yeah, Jesus, it's just become Fortnite. Sorry, I know that doesn't really mean anything to anyone in a, a audio scenario, but like when I go to like someone, like a big like like with green fire appears on it. It's very cool. This person also doesn't have a profile. Okay, here we go. This is Christine, currently doing my PhD in social work at the University of Toronto with a focus on addictions, health promotion, and public health policy. Animal lover, progressive, fully vaccinated, fan of meaningful conversations. 5-8. Yeah, that's fine. Fan of meaningful conversations is just such a fucking boring thing to say. It's your, it's your you, shopping cart, I get it. It's just... I'll give it a 6. I'm giving it a 7 because I think just out of like the current framework of yeah. profiles, this Certainly on the line, it's just so bland. This is symbols I don't know. I think it's another language. Oh, here we go. Hi, I'm Ribbon. I live in Bangkok from Thailand, and I know Thailand so far from you, but what do you think we have airplanes for? Absolutely. They are for traveling, passion, and love. Are you ready for long-distance relationships adventures? Wink. Star, use Tinder passport. Star, star, learning English. Star, 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 please give me some respect. Single, never married, no kids. Okay, for me, it's going to be a zero because I don't want a long-distance relationship or to have to fly to see someone. And also, the scam-slash-bot powers are awakening. Maybe I mean, if, you're, if you're in love with a... If you really, really want a long-distance relationship, this is the one for you. But no one wants them, so it's going to be a, a two. Yeah, I got news for you, Ruben. I don't want to date someone in the east end of my city let alone the east end of the world. (laughs) So that's going to be, it's going to be a zero. Mm -hmm. I got one here for you. Okay. This is Nadia, 26. Who wants to make me really happy and take me to Cartier this weekend? Star, eyes emoji, and handbag emoji. That's, I gotta say 10, because I've just been dying to buy someone a handbag. Yeah, like someone you I know? don't know, I would love to just drop a few hundred on a stupid bag for them. It'd be fucking great. You know that male urge to just buy a handbag for a stranger? Right? That Like a really stupid, like overpriced handbag? Yeah. Okay, this is my last one. This is Olivia. Always down to explore the city, find good restaurants, enjoy the nature. Badminton is my favorite. Happy to try something new. Oh, I really know how to cook. And then... They have a little thing here because I guess this is something that Tinder does now. It says, message me if you also love badminton. A narrow casting question, but I love it. Uh, give it a seven. The weird thing is, out of all of her pictures, not a single badminton picture. Yeah, she's too busy playing. So fast paced. You, you think she shows up on a fucking camera moving at that speed? That's the only way I could know someone's really a badminton player. If you don't have a picture of you just blurred on a court, hey, I don't believe you smashed that little birdie. You don't think she's minting? I don't think she's a minter? I don't think she's a birdie smasher. I think this is a false profile. She she's not going to shuttle that cock? (laughs) Oh, is it called? No, it's called a birdie, right? It's a shuttlecock. Is it called birdie in badminton? 
Or am I crazy? Or do they just call it shuttlecock so that we don't say cock in high school? Maybe. I'm pretty sure a birdie is what you score in golf. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's been our show, friends. Thank you very much. We have a live show coming up tomorrow as you're listening to this. Christmas, our XXXmas spectacular. Our Uh, very sexy show. Our Christmas spectacular. Yes, it is Niall's sexy birthday show. It's really lucky for you guys. Now, I don't hate what you're doing over there on the camera. Niall's taking his shirt off. You don't Um, hate it. I hate, I don't like it. Honestly, it's a present to you guys because we did, the last show we did was my birthday show. This one is Niall's birthday show. That's two back-to-back birthday shows. So if you missed my show, you're welcome. You goofed it. You goofed it so hard. But there's another birthday show. And on top of that, it's also our Sexmas show. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing if you're not at this show. So you yeah, have one you, day to buy tickets. If you don't want to be frisky and festive, what's left? Nothing. The, there's only one F left that you could be, and it's forlorn. Yeah. Or Fortnite. Okay, if you're home playing Fortnite, we'll give you a pass. Yeah, you have to send us a picture of your cool skin. <laughs> yeah. Please come. It's always a lot of fun. And yeah, there's some fucking cool people coming. So be one of them. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, you can get the tickets on our website, by the way. Yes. Fbuddiespodcast.com. You can uh, go to live shows, scroll down. You'll see it. You just click reserve and you can buy some tickets. Yeah. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for our song, Paper Stars. And are you ready for some bad sex, Dane? Yeah. My boy. Mm hmm. Uh, this is a comment on the new GTA 6 trailer. Oh, fantastic. This is going to be good. By Mr. Duckyo Taco. So we waited this long for the main character to be a woman? I guess females really are taking advantage of the world now. SMH. Shaking my head. Shaking my head at you, Rockstar Games. Can I just and tell the women you that this... really taking advantage of this world. Yeah. Just really taking advantage of my video game protagonists. Hey, let me tell you, the thing I do in those games, the crimes I commit in those games, people can't be mad at me if it's a woman doing them. That's where I'm going to leave it. Thank you very much. My name is Dane Miller. <laughs> and I'm Niles Bay. <laughs> We've been your fuck buddies. 